it is time for another Master Passive Income Podcast. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you quit your job by investing in real estate rental properties so you never, ever have to work a job again. That's right. We have rental properties that make us money every single month, whether we work or not. In fact, it's better if we don't work because we get other people to do the work for us and we still make money. So we buy one property, we rent it out, and we cover our expenses with the rent and the difference between the rent and the expenses is the passive income every single month. Now, in today's show, we're going to be talking about your real estate website and all the ways that's going to help you in your real estate investing business. Everything from finding properties, getting good deals, finding tenants, all that good stuff. It's going to be a great way for you to build your business. And now I get a lot of students asking me that question. Should I have a real estate website? Yes, you absolutely should, and these are the reasons and the way to do it. Okay, let's get in and let's start today's show. We talk about the real estate websites. Let's do it. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate rental properties with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. Sweet. Now, getting started in the real estate investing business, we usually have very little money. I know I started with just $17,000. Not everybody starts with a lot of money. We start, like, I literally had no money when we, for, my wife and I first got married. I was living paycheck to paycheck. I was taught not to have debt, which was a good thing, but I was never taught to save money. And my wife was taught to save money, so we had about $10,000. When we got married, she brought $10,000 in with some wedding presents, with selling some things and you know having yard sales and stuff like that and saving money. We eventually came up with $17,000 to buy our first property. Now, fast forward, you know, about seven, eight, nine years later, I quit my job when I was 37 years old and have 30 plus properties. It's a blessing, but not everybody starts there. Some people also start with lots and lots of money and want to get started investing. And so I got a listener question uh, coming in and basically asking the question saying, hey, Dustin, can you do a show about real estate investing and when you have income of like $500,000 and what's the best way to proceed? And this was from Jorge. So Jorge, now this is a fantastic question that one can ask. And I love helping all of my students navigate these hurdles. And one big thing, if you're starting with even $100,000, $200,000, if you're starting in the hundreds of thousands of dollars, let's say you get an inheritance or you just have plenty of money and it's time to start investing, the biggest thing I want you to walk away from this you know, quick segment on investing with a lot of money is you need to learn how to not overspend on every property and every repair because it's really, really easy to say, you know what, I have plenty of money. Let's pay a little like $2,000 extra than we normally would. Let's, you know, okay, that's those repairs. It's a more expensive than I want, but we have plenty of money. Let me go ahead and spend that money. You don't learn from the, you know, the ground up basically like scr- uh, scratching and clawing and fighting your way for every single penny because it's easier for you because you have more money. Now I have plenty of money where I buy cash, um, buy houses for cash now because I built up my business, but I have that ingrained in me where I literally save money on every single 
single uh, property that I buy, every single um, you know repair that comes up, I try to fight for every single penny because I knew what it was like when I first got started. So if you're gonna take anything away from this, if you're gonna get started, you want to fight for every single penny. I'll give you an example. Um, recently, I had one of my students come, uh, got the seller to come down, I think $10,000 on the purchase price, if not $15,000 because of negotiating, starting low and not saying, okay, you know, it's worth this much. You already come down a little bit, give you more um, concrete examples, like $90,000 is what they're asking for. Instead of saying, okay, they're only asking 85 or it's worth 90, but they're asking 85. Let's go ahead and pay 85 because we're going to be saving $90,000. Well, that's not what we want to do. We want to get even better discount. We want to get even better. And so one of my students, he got it for $50,000, a great deal. So hopefully everything works out where he gets the property, but we want to fight for every penny. Now to answer a couple more things about what Jorge was asking was how to get started. So here's what I would do. I will, I'll give you options. What I love to do with all my students is give so many options so that in these options, you can make a, a best decision for what's right for you. So here's one option. Let's say you have, you're starting with $500,000. You buy 10 properties at $50,000 for cash that make $5,000 a month in cash flow and not worry about mortgages. That's a great route that I would love to do. And then if I wanted to refinance, pull some money out of some properties and then buy more properties with that money I pulled out, I can. Or if I just want to save the $5,000 a month from those properties, shoot, in uh, 10 months, that's $50,000 extra. In 12 months, that's $60,000 extra that I'm going to be making from these properties. I can go ahead and buy another property and keep doing that and have them for cash and not worry about a mortgage. The reason why your passive income is so high is your mortgage. There's no mortgage. Another route would be buy 15 properties that are worth $150,000, but get a mortgage on them. And so with that, if you got, you know, if you saying, you know, I don't want $50,000 homes, I want at least $150,000 homes. Well, we can do that. You can buy more of them because your down payment will spread out further. And, but the passive income will be less. You'll have roughly about 3,500 to maybe $3,750 a month in passive income from those 15 properties because you still have a mortgage and all that sort of stuff. Now, the third option is a combination of the two or a fourth option would be getting an even cheaper home or even getting a more expensive. There's so many different ways to do this, which is fantastic. And here's what literally what I would do. I would go the first route, buying 10 properties at $50,000 or less, but right around there, making $5,000 a month. Once I have those properties cash flowing, what I would then do is refinance maybe four of those properties, pull all that cash back out or as much as I can back out and then buy more properties and then do that all over again. In fact, I've done that. I literally have done that. So that's why I'm giving you those, these advice. So Jorge, thank you very much for the question. And so I love to get everybody started investing in real estate rental properties. I want you to get started. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. And I will get you my free real estate investing course showing you how to find properties, how to analyze the properties, making sure you're making money every single month and everything in between. I want to get you that. So text the word rental to 33777. Now getting to what we're talking about today, I get so many students asking me, well, hey, Dustin, 
If I have a property manager or, you know, if I'm investing out of state, why do I need a website? Well, there are so many reasons why you need a website. In fact, if you go into the show notes, I even walk you through how to exactly set up a, an, an entire real estate website. The show notes page for this is masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 94. This is the 94th podcast episode. So hence the 94 masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 94. And I'll take you to the page where I literally take you step by step, like click this button, then click this button, then do this walking you through the entire process. And today's show, I am bringing on an expert where I interviewed him and he shares with us all the great reasons why we need real estate websites. And on top of that, how to do it and how to make money from these sites. All right, let's jump into this interview where we learn about real estate websites. All right, guys, I am super excited to have today's show where I am bringing on an expert who knows how websites can help us in our real estate investing business. Jesse, Jesse, thank you so much for being here on the show with me today. Hey, Dustin, thanks very much for having me on the show here today with you. Now, your site is reiconversion.com. That's right. Now, you talk about and you know all about websites. Now, the first question I get, because I have lots and lots of students. Actually, it's one of the many questions that I get with my students. But as they're going through my step by step system, one of the steps is to actually utilize a website, a website for leads to list your property and all that sort of stuff. And they ask me, why do I actually need a website? And I have to explain to them. So tell us, why do we need a website for our real estate investing business? Yeah, there's really two two reasons for having a website, two big reasons. Um, the first of all is um, building, being able to build trust and, and have that transparency with uh, whether it's your seller leads or your buyer leads. Um, having a website there, you're given a chance to actually explain about your business. Uh, nowadays, there's sort of an expectation of almost having a website on the internet. Um, a lot of people that sort of get uh, postcards or mailers f- um, for their property, the first thing they're going to do is Google you and see if you're even on the internet. Um, uh, because a lot of people, unfortunately, in this industry, a lot of people are sort of um, suspicious of a lot of the activities that we do. So, Having that and also being able to explain to them the process. Now, this might be, um, you know, as an investor for us, buying and selling properties, um, it's quite a, you know, that's what we do. That's our bread and butter. But um, for them, it might be the only one time and they're not sure how the process works. And they're very intimidated. A lot of times um, people sort of abandon the process because they have to sign a contract or they have to sign something and they're just not sure what's going on. So having a website gives you that chance, again, to build that relationship, to build that trust and, and, and explain to them how it all works. Now, the other sort of piece to this whole thing is um, it's more of a strategic thing, but showing your leads and sort of walking through them, uh, sort of guiding them through the funnel of actually completing that deal with you. So uh, like on a website, it, 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 there need, sorry, you get the chance to be as strategic as you can be, um, you know, getting them to submit their property to you, getting them to submit their email to you. It's almost an art form. And I've been doing this for the past eight years now. And, um, and that's what we really focus on, 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 um, building websites that are strategic and are, are going to help you to build that trust with with your um, leads and then get them to convert and submit their property to you. And then from there on, uh, you can follow up and, and, and go from there. That's great. And I love the idea of having a professional website, one that really gives you credibility. People would look at you and say, hey, this guy has a solid website, not one that's either built in like the 90s where it just looks all, all uh, old and, and outdated, but one that looks 
pretty professional. And one thing I really love to do is I love to show my amazing wife and my four amazing kids because I want other people who I'm buying properties from, I want them to look at me as, hey, this is just a normal person. He's, it's not like some fancy investor that's trying to steal all my money. This is just a right. normal person, has a normal family. And that's yep. what I want to convey because I want people to trust me because that's in the end what it all comes down to in business. If you can have that trust and that transaction process, that trust is huge. Now, what would we do if we're going to find leads? Like, how? What's the process of finding leads if somebody goes to our site? How does that work out? Yeah. So how it all works is typically we're going to drive our leads to our website. So whether we're sending out mailers, postcards, whatever, you're running Facebook ads, you always want to drive those leads to your website. And your website acts as sort of a strategic mechanism to capture those leads. So when they land on your website, they should know right away, hey, I've got to submit my email to you. Hey, I've got to submit my property uh, information to you. And that's sort of all in the strategy of building an effective website. And that's something I'd love to share with your audience today. And I've gone through and looked at a lot of websites out there. And um, what we've done with REI conversion and, and the stuff that we've built, and we'll chat about that a little bit later, we really focus not only on building the trust, but the main purpose is to get those leads, get them to convert, get them to submit. So how that typically looks like, it, uh, you know, they're landing on your website um, and they're going to see right away, hey, you know, this is an actual website where I need to, uh, they know right away I need to submit my information. Now, this might go against a, a, a lot of popular convention of thinking, hey, you know, it should be pretty. I should have a nice uh, picture in the background first and then do this and this and this and then have a section on the website to uh, collect their information. Uh, when 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 we've done a lot of, you know, A-B tests and split testing, we found that having a form on the, on, on the homepage that sits above the fold line on the screen is going to outperform any other website that is going to look just simply look pretty um, and... Um, you know, have a lot of filler information and images. So we sort of find a, a, a balance between the two of looking professional and looking good and, and uh, building that trust while making sure we're completing the main mission. And then that's collecting the leads. And um, I'd love to share with you guys sort of the top five things that I typically see on websites and easy ways to fix that. Absolutely. That sounds great. So the strategy starts with grabbing their e- emails or their information, which is great. Now, go ahead and share us. What are you talking about there? Yeah. So let's talk about the, the, the more common five things that I typically see and what we can do to sort of, um, you know, fix that. Um, the number one thing that I typically see on, on most websites is uh, an issue with the headline. Now, I did a, a split test. This was last year. I did it on my um, uh, house buying website. So I would uh, be able to, you know, collect, motivate people that wanted to sell their house to me for cheap. Um, and I did a headline test and I saw a, was, oh my God, I had the numbers with me. Uh, it was, a, I think it was a 15% difference uh, between the two headlines. And uh, the headline, I wrote it down here and this was a while ago. The first one said, it's easy to sell property. Uh, it's easy to sell your property fast for cash versus sell your property fast for cash. Now, you think that wouldn't make much of a difference, but it was a 15% difference. And I, uh, I did this across 200, um, 200 um, unique visitors, and I saw a much higher uh, submission rate with the, with the headline that sells, sells your property fast for cash. Now, wait, wait, wait. So, pause imagine- that. so which one was, which one had the increase? Was it sell your property fast for cash or that's, it easy? That's right. 
no, sell your property fast for cash. But you don't know that until you've tested it. Now, imagine I see a lot of websites that use their headline, uh, that use their slogan for their headline or asks a question. This is uh, this is sort of a missed opportunity. You know, you, on your screen, you only have so much real estate. You want to make sure you use every space. And that's what I mean by being strategic is making sure we're walking through, uh, you know, walking our leads through exactly what they need to do and how we're going to actually help them. So headline, make sure it's located right there on the homepage once you land on that website. Um, a lot of times it's it's below what we call the fold. So you have to scroll and that's below the fold, but you want to keep that above the fold line. Um, so that's an easy fix. Make sure it's a headline that is directed to them and how you can help them. Not only that, it needs to be phrased in the sense uh, in, in using the words like you or your, how we're helping them, not so much about your business. So and that's I, one of the biggest pause, issues. Pausing that, I completely yeah. agree with that because everybody goes to a site and they think about themselves, like what can I get out of this Absolutely. site? Not anything about the site. And what's interesting is when we're creating websites, we tend to think again, what can I get out of what I'm doing in my site? So we need to put our change our perspective from being ourselves. We need to look at how is somebody else coming to our site and what are they thinking about? What do they desire? What are their problems, their pain points? And how can I solve those problems? Wrap that all together and you make it about the person coming to your site. If you could do that, that grabs them so much better than, hey, this is my site. I've done this, this, and this, and this is all about me. And they're like, okay, yeah. great. I don't care about you. I only care about myself. Yeah. And and, and the data speaks, you know, um, you know, we, we do a lot of split testing and this is what we see. And, um, you know, keep it short, keep it eight words and you can um, eight to 10 words type of thing, one strong sentence and uh, of exactly what you're going to do on that website. You don't need to get fancy. It needs to be straightforward and it's it's a unique benefit to help them. So that's one of the, 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 the key things that I typically see on a lot of website. Now, the next thing is if we're going to be collecting um, leads, if we're going to be collecting information about somebody's property, we're going to buy that property, well, you're going to need a form. And that's another thing that needs to sit above the fold line. And I'm going to keep talking about this fold line. And it's so key. The fold line, again, is the bottom of that screen before you start scrolling. So aside from your headline and um, anything, I, 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 any other thing that needs to show up is that form. So and you're you saying a know- form, it's, it's literally, you know, name, address or what email address and all that sort of stuff? Or is it also, which one's better? Is it a button that they click that pops up or is it literally a form? Yeah, the less steps, the better. So literally a form, if you can have like um, three, I would say three to four questions on there, their name, email is important, phone, if, if you're if you're contacting your leads through phone a lot, and perhaps their address. Now, address I know is sort of intimidating for that first step. Um, so I would just grab those three information. And then that that once they hit that um, the button to submit that form, it should bring them to a second form. So that's what we call a multi-step form. So now you've got them in the door. Now you can start collecting more information. Now, if they decide to abandon that form because it's for whatever reason, they got it distracted, they're, it's too long, or they just don't feel secure submitting, at least you have that information of their name, their email, and their contact, right? And then you can follow up with them from there. Um, another key thing is I know it sort of goes against popular belief but having a high contrast button color to that form. So if it's a, an orange, orange always performs very well. It might not go with your branding, but it doesn't need to always go along with your branding because you want their eyes to go straight to that form 
to submit that form to you um, and and get that information. So, so you found like said, that orange is one of the better colors. Um, not red might be a little different. Um, green's a little different because when I'm looking at or thinking about creating forms and creating a button, I'm like, oh, green is good. Green is like money, but green is go. Green is all that sort of yeah, stuff. But yeah, it yeah. kind of like my site is more blue, blue and green yep. colors, and that kind of blends in. Whereas something that pops out would be like an orange would be much better. Is that correct? Well, as long as the color pops out, I know this is might not seem a big deal, but as long as a, a color pops up, it doesn't have to be orange. Typically, you know, because of a lot of websites have a lot of white space, orange works well. But if orange doesn't pop against, you know, if your whole site was neon pink or whatever, it's obviously not going to pop out. You want maybe a black to contrast from that pink, right? So you want to pick something that can catch the eye and um, that pops out. I mean, you look at Amazon. I, I always pull Amazon in. Um, look at their call to action button. Look at their buttons to pay. It's always oranges or blues, something that'll stand out, um, that'll catch your eyes. Again, this is you walking your visitor, walking your lead through, walking your property owner through exactly what they need to do. So it might seem obvious to you. Pausing that idea. You're absolutely right. I want to really touch on that or really hammer that, that idea home. Whereas if you do not walk somebody through that entire process, they're going to get confused. They're, they don't know exactly what's the next step, what you must do, or what's the next step they need to take in order to get to where they want to go. You need to help them. They don't, they didn't memorize your website. They don't know everything about it. So you need to, you know, really just hold their hand through the entire process. And again, Think about what your customer, the person looking at the site, think about somebody going through the entire process. Even if you need to say, hey, you know, you know, grab, uh, grab your best friend or grab somebody and say, go through my entire site, go through this entire process and tell me where you get confused or lost because I want to get all those out of the way. So I think we definitely need to make sure we have that accounted for. Exactly, exactly. Walking them through it, 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 again, it might seem obvious to you. A lot of these things might just seem so obvious. Why would I need to? But when you put yourself in their shoes, they're looking for a solution and you have to be that solution provider, right? So that, that's another, that's another reason of why we need to walk them through. Um, and I'll come to my next point. Um, listing your unique benefits to help, again, coming back to helping them. You're going to list your unique benefits. Um, again, you might not be unique in the whole industry of investing, but you're going to be unique to them. So uh, you're going to be unique to your motivated seller. So you're going to talk about how you can help them. Are they coming out of a divorce? Are they coming out of a certain situation that they're dealing with a property they don't want to deal with? Well, you've got to make that clear. And don't get caught up in writing too much. Keep those short bullet points um, and, and make sure they stand out um, so that they know exactly how you're going to help them out. You don't, uh, you know, other than your headline and your form, the next thing you should be talking about is the, the what kind of benefits are they going to get about you? You're not going to talk about yourself. You're about a section, honestly can sit at the bottom. They don't really care. They're looking for a solution. They're, they're either looking for a piece of property to buy um, uh, or, or own or whatever, or they're looking to get rid of a piece of property. So you, again, make sure you list those um, unique benefits of how you're going to help and, and really sort of even spell out si- certain situations. You know, are you're moving out of a, uh, you're, you're moving out of your home because of a divorce situation, or, you know, you've, you've, pa- you've got this property that got passed on to you that you don't want to deal with, and you've got taxes, you've got to pay, you know, we'll get you out of a tax situation, all those kind of situations, go through them and list them out of how you can help them out. That's great. Now, what's the next thing that we need to do? <sighs> so, it's not more about what you need to do, but it's it's one thing that I want a lot of people um, 
who sort of start owning websites and, and they sort of jump right to this. Um, a lot of people think um, and, and get caught up with the term SEO um, and falling into the trap of the SEO hype. Now, it, it seems to be such a hot topic nowadays. Oh, well, and, and, pause that. What is SEO? Because we're real right. investors. We're not going to know sure. what that term actually sure. means. Sure. And SEO stands for search engine optimization. And uh, what it means is really, um, I mean, it's not what it is, but the result of it is having SEO, um, people think they're going to rank higher on Google search results. Now, SEO is a very, very complicated game. And Google continues to tweak the algorithms on how they look at sites and and what they're looking for. Um, And a lot of people feel like, oh, when I have a website, um, will I will I get SEO ranking? Will I get found right away? And uh, they want to make sure, you know, th- this is the most important thing about my website. When no, the most important thing about your business is finding those deals first and foremost, and then bringing them to your website to capture those leads. Um, and, and with SEO... Um, I don't think you you need to be sort of too concerned about those things. There's there's a lot of investors, a lot of people that you're competing with, and um, the, again, the main thing is focus on writing a great headline and doing what I just sort of mentioned above, um, and not get caught up in in this whole SEO. Um, you know, I think there's there's a lot of people that are convinced that SEO will get them discovered and get them people that'll Google you and find your website. You know. No, I mean, there's thousands, tens of thousands of us out there, you know, unless you're doing a, you know, something very specialized, like a blog, like something like you're doing, Dustin, then SEO matters a lot more. Um, but we're here um, for the investing game. And so a lot, I, a lot of Jesse, I completely agree with you that the SEO idea for a, a real estate website is going to be it's going to be rather rough. And the reason why you're going to have to, um, it's going to be rough is because you're going to have to write article after article after article for Google to say, hey, this is a worthwhile website to send traffic to. I know for masterpassiveincome.com, my site, it takes a lot of work. I'm writing articles. This is why I do podcasts. This is why I do articles. I put out so much content so that eventually Google will grab it and then send traffic to me. Now, the downside is that's a lot of work. And us yeah. as real estate investors, my opinion if you wanted to create a blog and have a bunch of articles and you can absolutely do that, but it might not be the best way to go. I think a great way to go, and Jesse, you could correct me if I'm wrong, but a great way to go is to, instead of worrying about SEO, you are doing more legwork on your own. Find, you know, letting people know that you're a real estate investor, handing out business cards. Like you're basically anybody that says, oh, I might be interested in this. Literally, you give them your business card with your website on there. So you're finding leads. And that's the great thing about SEO is it finds great leads. Like Google is fantastic at their business. Their business is, hey, you want this content? I have this content. Let's put them together. So they're really good at that. But you have even better it, uh, uh, way to grab people, get hot leads. When they somebody comes to you and you're talking in a random conversation at a grocery store and you say, well, I'm a real estate investor. And then, oh, okay. I might be selling my house or I might be this or I might be that. So, oh, here's my business card and it has your website on there. So you're finding hot leads yourself. And from that, you're getting more and more traffic. So what are your thoughts about that, Jesse? Absolutely agree with you. Uh, I I think, like you said, you're doing more of the legwork, but you're not spending time writing unique blog posts. You're not spending time, 
you know, creating unique content, because at the end of the day, that isn't really going to help you out. What you need to go is get out there, network, meet other people, bring, you know, send out mailers, uh, do whatever you can to drive that traffic back to your own website. And the more traffic you have, the greater for your SEO as well, because uh, Google's going to see people are actually spending time on your website. They're looking at properties, um, you know, and it also helps if you're constantly uploading new properties to your website as well. Google wants to see new content. Um, you're not going to be able to back like back in the day. You could game the system. You know how you know use duplicate posts or copy other people's blog posts. No longer can you do that. And in fact, you shouldn't be doing that because Google will punish you for that. So it's better to play the 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 the, the game correctly. Um, you know, go out there and network. Send mailers out. Send letters out. Send postcards out. Um, put up your bandit signs. Do whatever you need to do to get people to your site or or getting your phone ringing. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. So, is there anything else that we need to know about the process and, and the the principles and strategies for the site, or should we start looking at uh, how and what what design we should use and all that? Yeah, I mean, last thing I I, I want to quickly touch on. We've already touched on this is build trust. Find as many, many ways to build trust on your site. And you mentioned this: having a photo of your family, having video testimonials, having testimonials. Um, I, we emphasize on REI conversion here uh, about testimonials so much that we've now baked in uh, an automated uh, sort of testimonial collection tool as well. Now, um, it it just makes a huge difference. Uh, you know, with cover your Facebook pages, cover your Google um, you know reviews, making making sure you get those. Um, people that you end up working with to submit those testimonials to you. So do whatever you can do. Video always works best. Hey, if you have an explainer video on your site, it's another thing that we we always emphasize as well, having an explainer video. And we do include that as well as, you know, explain the whole process to somebody of how your business works. So with these sort of information, with with these sort of sort of elements that I've mentioned, um, it should bring you to to uh, heighten your your website and. Um, you know, getting these websites set up doesn't have to be uh, difficult. Uh, and there's some free tools you can be using. So I, um, uh, I personally yep. love using WordPress. WordPress yep. is a fantastic tool. Now, there's other ones. Wix is a relatively new one. There was a bunch of other ones, you know, maybe 10 years ago, five years ago. But yeah. the best one is going through WordPress, in my opinion. It's so, it, I mean, number one, it's free. That's fantastic. But number two, yeah. it's so functional. There's so many plugins. It's so great. So uh, let's walk down the process of using WordPress. Now, obviously, um, we have to have a hosting company and we have to have yep. a domain name. We have to have all that sort of stuff. And I've documented it heavily on my site. So on, okay. on my show notes page, you'll be able to find all this information on how to do all this sort of stuff. But walk us through the process. What are your thoughts about getting the actual physical site going? Yeah. So like you said, you need a host, you need a domain. Um, and then essentially a lot of the hosts nowadays allow you to set up WordPress easily. Um, and then typically, I mean, you can go, go a few routes. You can either hire someone to develop a site for you, which is quite costly and time consuming. You can um, use a generic theme. So what a theme is essentially is a skin. Um, so a lot of people that'll, you know, do an e-commerce website, they'll just download a theme, they'll change the branding. Um, and maybe this theme has an included plugin to uh, sell things on the internet. Um, so you can use a, a, a prepackaged generic theme. Um, and then, you know, you can use a website builders like Squarespace or, or Wix. Um, unfortunately, I, I typically turn people away from those solutions because 
if you ever decide to leave Wix or, or Squarespace, well, they unfortunately keep everything with them. They own all your data. They own all your SEO reputation that you've built over time. So Word, WordPress is a great solution, like you said, with plugins. And what plugins are are these sort of think of it, I always say like, think of WordPress like a mobile phone, right? You can download apps and those apps can do an infinite amount of different things for you. And that's how plugins work. WordPress is sort of like your phone, your smartphone, and plugins are little uh, apps that you can sort of install on your site to make it do different things, whether you want to do uh, you know, a, a chat box on your site or uh, like, like Dustin has here, he's got a, a word, uh, sorry, a, a podcast plugin to allow him to play podcasts immediately. Um, you can do a bunch of things. So when you're looking at real estate investors, what do we do? Well, we have plugins, um, you know, commonly found is uh, a pop-up to collect emails before you can see the properties or um, what we do over at Aria Conversion. We focus actually on building themes, but uh, most of our time is now spent on building out plugins. So one of our plugins that we have recently that we launched is what we're calling our automated offers plugin. So when somebody submits a property to you, your site can delay it uh, a response in 30 minutes or so and uh, send them an offer for that property in your sleep while you're doing nothing. So it'll find them, it'll um, calculate a percentage of, uh, of that market value of that property and make an offer on your behalf. Um, and then you guys can continue the conversation from there. So Again, having a website, um, a domain hosting, setting up WordPress, installing a theme, and then adding all these plugins um, to get that up and running. Now, I know that definitely for anybody listening who's never done a website, it might sound really, really daunting. And honestly, the first few times that you're going through the process, it might be a little, not scary, but it's just, it's just a new thing that you need to learn. And but it's going to be great for your business in the long run. Now, on my show notes page, you go there on in the description, you'll be able to click the link for the show notes page. I have some great tools for you. Like I, I love um, Bluehost. Bluehost, you can actually just get a, a hosting site. This is the hosting company for like $3 a month. You get a site that's professional looking using WordPress, which is free. Now, I also have um, a discount for getting your domain names. Go to the, again, go to the show notes. It's going to have all that as well. And you will be able to go walk through the process. I have on the show notes page, a whole video walking you through how to set everything up. I want to make it as simple as possible because you're right. It's really, really um, difficult to learn something new unless somebody's showing you, which is what we want to do now. Um, Jesse, you talked about a theme. Now, a theme is something that makes the site look pretty. It's a skin, like you said. It's something that it visually is what lays out the site. Now, does with REI conversion, do you guys have something that we can utilize there too? Yeah, absolutely. So we've designed specifically um, themes for real estate investor. That's all. In fact, that's all we focus on, whether you're, you're focusing on houses, um, you're, you know, you're buying rental property or you're buying property of fix and flip or you're wholesaling houses. We also have, um, uh, um, uh, uh, vacant land, um, website themes as well. So we have what we call a buy side and a sell side. So to intake property and to offload property. So if we're looking at houses, we have something called REI house leads to take in, um, property and really it's 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 super simple we've designed the theme to be a few clicks to actually install it and what it'll do is actually install all the images 
all the content, all the copy, and you just have to input your logo, your email information, your contact information, and you can go in there and customize it as you like. So if you want to change your branding color to match your branding, or if you want to change the logo, you can do all of that. We make it very easy. We um, actually have video step-by-step on setting everything up. And what the great thing is now you're armed with a very powerful site that'll give you that chance to, um, again, use different plugins to add different plugins to automate your business. And having that site there will allow you to scale up and automate a lot of your operations so you can get hands off and spend your time working on other things. And that's another thing. Um, you know, not only do we have themes, but when you do sort of sign up for or join one of our themes or um, purchase one of our themes, you get access to all our plugins and we continue to launch new plugins. And that's, again, that's sort of the bulk of our work here. And we love doing, we love getting creative and hearing what our investors are looking for. And like I said, one of one of the new ones that we just launched was the automated offer um, is a huge time saver. An- another one that we're working on right now, and this is your, it's the first time I've mentioned this, is um, we're going to uh, make pulling comparables for properties very quickly. So um, if you're listing a property to sell um, and you want to be able to show the comps in the area, well, all you need to do is input a link uh, and it'll pull the information from, from say, Zillow and, and autofill that for you. Wow, so these awesome. are the type of things, these are the type of things that we're working on um, and, and supporting our, our investors through. That is That sounds fantastic, especially saving time because you're going to get people that are go to your site and let's say you're looking to buy some properties and you have somebody bringing you a lead. Well, if it's not a qualified lead, it's not a good lead that's going to fit you. You want to be able to dismiss that as quick as possible. Um, it could be somebody like I want it's their house is worth a hundred thousand dollars and they want two hundred thousand dollars for it. It's just completely crazy. You want to be able to weed that out and time saving, like you said, in having plugins or having the themes set up. Basically, it's great to have things already done that you have somebody else that knows the real estate industry just like you and you're developing uh, the, the plugins and the themes to fit our industry. So it's all the guesswork is taken out. We can literally just implement it, which I absolutely love that. And I, the fact that you said you could do a comparable, I can have a link for a comparable. I mean, like that is, that is very, very cool. I can't wait to see how that works out. So tell us yeah. a little bit about how the, um, uh, the plugin for not just the comparables, but like all the plugins, like tell us which plugins do you have and how can they help us sure. in the business? Sure. Yeah. So we launched first in the land industry, uh, land investing area first. So we're taking a lot of what we've learned in the land and bringing it over to the housing. Now we're working with a lot of wholesalers as well. But um, so like I said, we have our automated offer plugin um, for the land side of things. And, and we're also going to bring this over to housing is uh, what we're calling our sales post generator. So when you list a property on your sell site, um, what it do, does is it can condense all that information ready for a copy and paste format to bring into Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace or wherever you might be marketing. Um, again, another time-saving um, uh, function. Uh, another one we have is something called the property content lock. This is very popular is that it forces people to submit their information on your site before they can look at properties. Now, you can make an optional. I know some people are very emotional about that. It gets them heated up. No, I would never do that to my you know visitors. Well, you can make an optional where they can close that down um, and look at your properties first before they submit their information because we, you know, those of you that are running websites need to be collecting emails. E- emails is almost regarded as a gold, uh, a, a certain currency. It's so important that we capture those emails because they may not buy right away from your site. They may not want to offer you their property or whatever it may be. But over time, you know, if you're 
continuing the conversation with them through um, an email system like MailChimp or whatnot, you're going to warm up those leads and they're eventually going to convert. So you got to think of a uh, your website strategy as almost a long-term game. So I'm getting sidetracked here, but uh, those are some of the plugins that we have. You know, we're working on one and you can always check out our roadmap. It's uh, reiconversion.com slash roadmap um, to see what kind of other plugins. We're working on a... Um, um, a scarcity timer. So um, a lot of people want to put certain properties on sale at a certain time. Um, there can be a timer that'll, you know, get in there, but these are, you know, you can, you can grab another plugin if you'd like. And that's the beauty with WordPress. There's a lot of different things that um, uh, people are, are sort of in implementing in their website. That's now. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, there's one more thing. I, I just want to make it clear. If, if you, if you don't want to, you know, if you, you don't have to go through REI conversion to build a website, there's a lot of free tools. Um, and I'll just quickly name a few. WordPress is free, like Dustin mentioned. Um, you can use a uh, page builder like Elementor, uh, which has been voted as, you know, uh, the top plugin for WordPress back to back year, back to back. MailChimp is a free software to, um, build an email sequence. And I, I'm sure you have a lot of this in your resource section or in your show notes, Dustin, uh, but these are some of the great tools. And the last one that I love using is something called um, Unsplash, which is uh, free free images. Um, Unsplash.com. Uh, I use it all the time. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, um, but the only thing is, you know, building your own site can be time consuming. And, um, uh, you know, if you're, if you're open to, to figuring things out and tinkering, if you like doing that, you can always do that. Or you can, ch- again, check out the show notes. Uh, I'm just thinking Dustin will have a link to uh, REI conversion. Well, you've given us so much great value. I'm, I'm really excited that everybody's going to get to hear this because it's so amazing how websites can help you and your business. So Jesse, thank you so much for getting on here and sharing us with all your great wisdom. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. All right, take care. Now, hopefully after listening to this episode, you have found that a real estate website's actually going to be making you money, finding you deals. I have one student that said, I have so many deals coming in. I don't know which one to buy. So we have to jump on calls and you know go through all of them. But I want you to get started. Remember, text the word rental to 33777 to get your free real estate investing course. And remember, the entire walkthrough of how to do everything is on the show notes page, masterpassiveincome.com forward slash 94. And all these links and everything will be inside the description as well. All right, guys, you're fantastic. I will see you next week. You take care of yourselves. See ya. See ya.